welcome to Pressedia. Today is Thursday, the 18th of January, 2018. On this day, in 1896, Heinrich Joseph Hoffmans debuted his new invention, the X-ray machine, for the first time. Hoffmans, a Dutch headmaster and physicist, developed the machine just a month after Wilhelm Röntgen had discovered and named X-rays in Germany. The machine could be constructed out of materials common to most laboratories, iron rods, glass plates, a battery, electrical wire, and a glass vacuum bulb. Hoffmans built his out of spare parts from his classroom. In 1896, the quality of these images was still pretty impressive, but they came at a cost. Exposure time was about 90 minutes, and the total dose of radiation was about 1,500 times greater than what we use today. Subjects and experimenters received radiation burns, they suffered eye problems, lost their hair, and many developed cancer. The original machine was abandoned, left in a warehouse, and it wasn't until 2010 that a documentary film crew found it. It was Dr. Garrett Kemmerink of the Maastricht University Medical Center who coaxed the 115-year-old machine into producing an image. Kemmerink said, Our experience with this machine, which had a buzzing interrupter, crackling lightning within a spark gap, and a greenish light flashing in a tube, which spread the smell of ozone and which revealed internal structures in the human body was, even today, little less than magical. It's the birthday of the children's book author Alan Alexander Milne, A.A. Milne, born in London, England, 1882. His parents ran a private school, and one of the teachers they hired, H.G. Wells, encouraged Milne to become a writer. Milne got into college on a scholarship for mathematics, but once he got there, he spent all his time writing funny poems and essays for campus publications. When he graduated, he got a job at the famous Punch magazine, where he became one of the leading humorists of his day, writing essays about golf, parties, and cricket. In 1917, he produced a play, Wurzel Flummery. He went on to write more than 30 plays, all of them drawing room comedies and all of them successful, but all quickly forgotten. So he turned to writing novels and specialized in detective stories, which were also successful, but also forgotten. He published 19 volumes of essays, but though everything he wrote was entertaining, nothing really stuck. More than anything else, Milne wanted to write something that would stand the test of time. It wasn't until years later that Milne once noticed his son, Christopher Robin, playing with a group of stuffed animals in a forest near their home. Milne loved the idea of his son playing with fake stuffed animals in a real forest, and that became the inspiration for Winnie the Pooh. And from that inspiration came two books, Winnie the Pooh in 1926 and The House at Pooh Corner in 1928, where Milne tells the story of Christopher Robin and his animal friends Pooh, a honey-obsessed bear, Piglet, Tigger, and Eeyore. Since his death, Milne's more than 60 books for adults have almost all gone out of print but his Winnie the Pooh books remain classics of children's literature, and they've been translated into more than 20 languages all over the world. And here's a poem for today, Rates of Change, by Quinn Elliot Dresdall. It's all relative. Let me summarize. The scientists all agree. It's so imperative that you realize your frame of reference is key, and the vectors take their summations 
note directions and the size, and the origins, coordinate transformations, allow for mathematic compromise. But then distances will lengthen. Observe that seconds dilate. You're either moving at twice the speed or standing still. Wait. The whole thing makes a paradox. Heartache takes eons. Joys pass like a blur. If you're not who you were supposed to be when they became whoever they were. Rates of Change by Quinn Elliott Dresdall. And that's all for Presetia. My name is Karima Lazari. And remember, tell beauty you think so.